Um, cat, if there are any bumps or weird noises in this episode that I'm unable to edit out, it's courtesy of my cat, Henry. He's been laying below the table that the microphone's sitting on, and he keeps nudging it. He's being so lovey right now. So, yeah, if there are any artifacts or anything, blame him. Yeah. Hate my cat. Not me. (laughs) Welcome, dear listeners, to the eighth installment of the Jake and Joe Show. Jake. Joe. Let's let's go. (laughs) I know last week I left you guys with a promise. And that promise was that I would prepare all week to make a fantastic episode. And I said that I would come into this episode feeling happy, feeling upbeat, ready to rock. And that is exactly how I feel today. Got a whole sheet of paper here with notes written on it. Joe, is this real? Those are real. Okay, I'm not Those just... Those are real notes. I'm not making it up. This is, this is for real, guys. Uh, today... We're going to be talking about um, CES, the electronics. What does it mean? Stand for the exactly? Consumer Electronics Show. Computer Consumer Electronics Show. And by the time this episode airs, the CES will have already been over for around a month. So this right. is like going over the show a month later. But um, it just happened for us. It happened uh, very beginning of January. January, I think, four through seven. Yeah. And it's the twelfth today is when we're recording, so it'll give you a little sneak peek of how well, far in advance we record these episodes. The thing is, we're both geeks. We're both doing a show where people are listening to us. We both want good content. So when something like this comes up, we can't not talk about no, it. No, there's no no way. Because we both no have strong feelings about electronics. Right. And it's not like the in one month, it's not like the tech won't be cool anymore. Right. There's still some seriously cool stuff. Because it's all cutting edge stuff. And and by the time these people, these people, I'm so sorry. You guys are more than just these people. Are loyal and good looking listeners. They're all good looking. (laughs) I can only assume. Right. Because they can assume that we're just good looking too. (laughs) Judging by our our magnificent voices. This sexy radio voice. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I was going back through our episodes and I was... I think we both were kind of thinking like, oh, we've said that we were going to talk about certain topics and then just never got to talk about them. Like, I think there was at the end of episode five, I think it was, we were like, yeah, next episode, we're going to talk about nutrition and uh, keeping yourself healthy and things like that. We haven't even touched about on that. And we need to stop making those promises. Yeah, we well, Because we, we, sh- we set ourselves up and then if we don't remember to talk about that, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we and look like idiots. It, not only we look like idiots, that is, that's actually the least important thing. The most important thing <laughs> is that if our listeners are like, oh man, awesome, and then get pumped all week to be like, oh wow, Jake and Joe are going to talk about nutrition. They're such smart guys. I can't wait. <laughs> and then we never even like mention it again. <laughs> 900 episodes down the road, there's this one listener out there that's on the edge of his seat. Maybe they're going to talk about nutrition this week. Come it's on. It's never going to happen. <laughs> Please, just sweating. I'm 500 pounds. I've been waiting. <laughs> right. I, I But it is an issue and like some knowledge that I feel quite strongly about. And I think both at one or two times in our lives have like really tried pretty strongly to be healthy and things like that. And I, I mean, I have several anecdotes. So, you know, that being said, even though we've spent several minutes talking about it, we're not going to talk about nutrition this episode. No, don't expect it. Don't expect it. It but, might come someday. But I we're do... We're stringing you along. Okay. Okay, yeah. I was just going to say next episode, but uh, no. Something special planned. We'll get to it at the end. So stay or tuned. Or maybe we won't. Listen maybe to the we... whole episode to find out. See, Joe's not even going to commit during the episode. I can't. I don't want to. I can't commit. No commitment. Nope. Nope. Says the married man. <laughs> yeah, I'm married. Can't commit. Okay, so one thing I did notice again from episode two was that we talked about live chat and how if more businesses and companies in general started utilizing those features, then they'd see major customer satisfaction rises. Well, that made me think of two weeks ago, my girlfriend had an issue with Verizon. And what had happened was she wanted to get off the plan. I finally convinced her to get off that contract plan with Verizon because I think it's foolish, but that's just my opinion. 
And she got an LG Stylo 2 for Christmas, and she's going to go on... It's not straight talk, but it's with my dad. We're, we're all going on it. Um, but it's basically just like a contractless service, and it's going to be 28 bucks a person, man. Not bad. Not bad at all. Unlimited data? Um, I think everyone gets... A, it's like a pool yep. of some absurd amount. Like It's not absurd. It's absurd to me. Yeah. But it's like 15 or 20 gigabytes... And I only ever go through um, two gigabytes a month, maybe. So you're going to be... Yeah, oh yeah, I'm finally going to have a phone. Dude, you're going to have a phone. And I'm going to be able to like discuss things with you when I'm at work. Wow. And, yeah, this is This is a big change. It is a big I'm, change. I've been so used to like, it's at least two years that you haven't... Uh, no, f- it's been since... Um, since April, so no, it hasn't been. Oh been man, that really? Long. No, I guess it's but felt it, like a long time. It's felt I'm just, dragged. I'm so used to you, like knowing that okay, he's leaving his house. I'm not gonna talk, be able to mention anything to him until he gets home from his house. I mean, I can say as much as I want, but I'm right. not getting a reply. And that's why I usually mention it to like people I talk to daily, like either you or Adria. So just you two, basically. <laughs> that, that hey, all right, I'm leaving. <laughs> Talk yeah, to right. you later. See you later. <laughs> so I'll and say it I... to your girl, my girlfriend, and you, because we talk that much. <laughs> you need just a macro that you can just hit, yeah. and it will send out. See you later to whoever you talk to daily. Right. So back to the story. All right, back to the story. She wants to get off the plan, and so she went to the live chat of Verizon, and she's like, "Hey, I'm about to drop my phone from the plan." Her mother was still on the plan, so the plan itself wasn't going to get canceled. She's yeah. like. Hey, if I take my phone off the plan, are you guys going to charge me like a restocking fee or something? Just like a small, I don't know, 30 something dollar fee to restock and we're going to be good. That's it. And the customer service representative on the live chat uh, said, yes, like that's all that would happen. Well, apparently, and I know you know this story already, but I'll give you a refresher. Uh, I'd love to hear it again. Yeah. She went into Verizon in Auburn mm-hmm. and the lady she dealt with was pretty rude and huh. didn't know what she was talking about and she said no we don't we don't take in your phone that's and she acted like it was crazy like a, like my girlfriend was uh weird for even suggesting that was she still paying off her phone she was still paying off her phone here's here's the thing i haven't been in a contract plan for a long time yeah and this was before I learned that nowadays when you're in a contract, you're not really like bound to the contract itself. You're bound to your phone yes. almost. Yeah, that's how that's how my Verizon. I mean, you were the one is. who told me and then I right. looked into it and I'm like, okay, so I'm less irate. Like I was actually pretty upset because I thought that she was getting taken advantage of yeah. or at the very least the employee didn't know what she was talking about. Right. But apparently, yeah, so she still had like $500 on her iPhone left and they were and they are going to make her pay that off in order to um, get her phone off the plan. Right. And I just, I think that's really sneaky because what that is, is places like Verizon, and I can only assume Sprint and AT&T do similar things, if not the same exact thing. I couldn't say. It, it holds that over their head as incentive to not leave. Right. Um. That being said, they're in control of what they get for phones. So it's your own quote-unquote fault for lack of a better word right um but i just really wish that that wasn't the way it is i mean with things like straight talk and uh u.s cellular um contractless everything's up front you buy the phone you want yeah i mean you gotta spend a couple hundred bucks if you want a smartphone want a decent phone but at least you know what you're getting and you know that if you want to stop just you're done you're you're done that's that's that was Verizon's goal with their new plan because you can buy, she could have walked in and bought her iPhone outright and she would own the phone. And then because she's not bound to Verizon by a phone contract, she can enter and leave a a plan with Verizon as many times as she wants. She's not bound to Verizon. She has a premium phone. Yeah. She's not on their contract free plan because she bought the phone outright, skipped the contract and she has the benefits of being on that network. So, for example, my phone here, I have the LG V10. At the time I signed up for for Verizon, it was a $700 phone. Yeah. I could have either 
bought the phone for $700 and then signed up for one of their plans or paid this phone off over 24 months and signed up for one of their plans. It was completely optional. I could do it either way. I didn't have the money out of pocket to just buy the phone. So what I had to do is I had to go in on the, the phone contract and pay it off. Right. Now I'm bound to Verizon for 24 months. But if I just bought this outright, I could call Verizon right now and be like, drop me. Okay. And they would drop me. See, now that I understand it a little more, I am not even upset about it. Mm -hmm. It's just that at the time, I had, I had no idea they were doing stuff like that. Last time I was in a contract was when I was like, 17 years old it was for like six months i had a verizon phone. it's not like this has been around for a long time yeah it was nine um, years ago last time i was in a contract. right uh they i think verizon just switched to this style plan early in 2016 oh really maybe 2015 i don't okay. think so mm, yes early 2016 because we signed up in late january 20 late december is what i meant not january yeah 2015 and then they rolled over to the new style plan in 2016. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's it's a better plan in my opinion. It feels yeah. contract free. It, it I guess it could feel like that, and it does give you an option to you can like, bring buy your own phone, just like you can with uh, Straight Talk. So I mean, I don't blame them. The only thing that I still am a little upset about is uh, the employee like didn't really yeah it wasn't very kind at all right. But. Uh, yeah, so I just wanted to mention that because it was just funny that she had the interaction with the live chat customer service representative, and it was just like matter of fact and simple and plain, and all of a sudden she went to the store and that wasn't the case. Yeah. So I, it goes both ways. Right, right. You know, like maybe it's easier for someone on the other end of the computer without face-to-face -face or without even talking to them yeah. to just like be like, yeah, just do this. And go into the store and give them your phone and you're good. Right. That surprised me that they didn't know, but whatever. They're not. They don't know. They're yeah. store employees. They're retail employees. Yeah. Someone on who does like live chat, it, they're dealing with nothing but that all the de all the time. So. Okay. Anything you want to talk about? Not a whole lot. I was going to mention something I've got going on at the end of next week. But we can talk about that in our next episode because it okay. will be more relevant to our special surprise that we're going to hint at the rest of tonight or oh, today yeah. or whenever you're listening to this. Because I forget that you can listen to a podcast whenever. Whenever you want. One thing I will mention, though, is that on Monday, today's Thursday, I'm going skiing for the first time this year. That's and pretty I'm, awesome. I'm so excited for that. It's going to be talk... good weather for it. Yeah, yeah. I know we talked about me doing the snow report with joe we, we mentioned that i think episode two yeah i do think that since then we have gotten a lot of snow we had tons uh, there was one storm we got where we got 19 inches of snow where i live so we've got plenty of snow to go on i mean it has been raining the past few days but it's not raining as much in the mountains because it's colder so i don't think that will have affected the the snow much right it's still gonna be a little bit of powdery so yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Going with a friend, uh, Mount Abram, and it's shredded up. Shredded nice. up on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. I uh, have a dream. <laughs> I have a dream to shred. <laughs> Other than that, though, not a whole lot this week. Uh, I'll have quite a bit to talk about next week, as I'm sure you will as well. That might be a long show. That might be a long show, but it's going to be good. It is. It's going to be good. That might I, be a two-hour episode, We I might dare regret say. it in some ways. <laughs> well, I would like to mention, now that we're on the topic, uh, Michaela has been listening. She's listened to all the episodes so yeah. far, and I know, I believe, Adrian has Adrienne has, too. She really, so far, as of recording right now, uh, four episodes are out, and she says that four was the best one. Yeah, I still good. think right now, as compared to one, two, three, and four, four is definitely Yeah. Good. Anyway, I've mentioned Michaela like once an episode yeah at least and i think it was there was something i said in episode four that could have been taken like if you didn't know the context of how i meant it it could sound like i was making fun of her oh really and she listened to that and i got a message today on my phone how she's dare like you? why would you bash me like that and i'm like oh, honestly oh, no. i don't remember what i said but i'll be more careful and i'm sorry what was it <laughs> i don't remember and she couldn't she couldn't say it was she said I mocked her voice, but I don't remember doing that. I might have. 
I do, uh, I do oh. sometimes. Yeah, but it might not have been her voice in particular. You might have just been like a general like yeah, other and, person I, and, that, voice, and that's what know? I explained to her. I said. <laughs> If a, if it's something a female said, I'm gonna to want to sound like a female, so I make a female voice. It's not you specifically. Yeah. I'm just playing the part, so to speak. The one last thing I'd like to mention before we lead into tech, you seem to be more talkative, and I want I want to because we didn't mention it at the beginning of the show. How are you feeling? You feel good? I didn't mention it. No, you didn't. Oh, okay. Well, it's because we were doing some test runs. Yeah. Well. I know I promised you guys at the end of episode seven that I would be coming into the show way more prepared, and I have notes. Yeah, I thought I. We you did mention the notes. Yeah. I, uh, I thought I mentioned how. But I just I, was. I just wanted to. I guess I don't remember why I wanted to mention it. You. If like it was any if there was any other specific reason. No. Because well, it's not. No. No, I don't. Normally, when we head into the light section, I feel like I talk a majority of the time for the light section. Yeah. And you, like, just wham, went, went right into it. Well, just, like, let's let's do this. Let's talk about some stuff. Well, because I'm feeling good about the show because I actually have a decent outline. Well, then in that's front good of enough. Me, that's good know? enough for me. And that's yeah, that's. I just wrote it down here on my pad, so I wanted to mention it. Yeah. So let's get into some tech. Let's do it. So as we mentioned a little earlier, CES happened. Indeed. Consumer Electronics Show. It's where the big names in technology show off their new goodies for the year before you know they do it again next year. And there's some really cool stuff that came out of the out of the show. One of them being something that you mentioned to me, and it's you mentioning it to me is the reason that I think we're talking about it now. Yes. I knew that I kind of wanted to talk about it anyway because there's some cool stuff. But this is one of the bigger things. One of the, you know, coolest things to come out of the show. The and most talked about thing. Razor's sure. Project Valerie. And if you haven't been following, Razor is a computer We gaming... mentioned them. We have mentioned them? We have mentioned them. Okay, so they, they make peripherals Peripheral, and stuff yeah. like that laptops headphones microphones that type of thing and they displayed a laptop at the show with three 17 inch displays and i know what you're probably thinking a laptop with three screens yes a laptop with three screens the way it works is you open it up like you open up a regular laptop and then instead of seeing a screen there's just more black where the screen is and you open them like doors like like you would open a, a double, what are those called? French Not, door? No, French door is sliding. Not necessarily. Oh, but... okay. So a, a swinging French door. Mm-hmm. You, they like open up like a swinging French door. I know yeah. I've repeated that, but that's how they open. And then yep. you can angle them and position them however you want. That is pretty neat. Uh, to be honest, uh, when I first saw it, I thought it was stationary. So I like I didn't realize that they folded in. Yes. So that destroys my argument about like okay it's not even portable it's battery life is zero yeah because it can't exist right now and uh so i mean it's yes it's a portable laptop but it's a computer it's a laptop that you're gonna have to keep plugged in when you're using it yeah and it's not a laptop you can use in small spaces so forget about using it on the airplane or on the bus or anything like that it's a i need a whole desk to use this Okay, thing. so my portability point it's, isn't destroyed. It's, it's portable in terms of like, say you're going to a gaming event. Yeah. A LAN party. That would be cool as heck to bring as long as you, you have would, the room right, for it. Right, you would bring your three screen display powered by a GTX 1080. It's got a uh, yeah. 1080 in it. Yeah, and they're calling it a quote unquote 12K screen because yeah, it's, each screen uh, is 4K. It's 4K. That's just yeah. It's got a it's got a GTX 12 uh, 1080 in it. So Nvidia's current most powerful graphics card, which if you ha- haven't been following, it's a six or seven hundred dollar graphics card that it's it's just a beast. It is, and it's in a laptop that's like an inch two inches thick. Mm-hmm. Um, it, obviously the laptop's a little bit thicker because it does have sc- three screens, so you sacrifice thinness and lightness for triple oh, yeah. monitors oh, but yeah. if this is the type of thing you're going for it's the it's the machine to get and i don't think they've said prices or release dates i know it was a prototype at the show 
it might not ever even be released. I think it's super weird and super niche. Like, yes. Because when people want a laptop, they want a laptop that they can bring anywhere that's light, that's simple. This is in my mind. And then if you want a machine for gaming or something intensive for your office where that's going to be stationary, you get right. an actual computer. Right. And that's going to be your workstation. Yeah. So I just think it's so weird that they're trying to come to me. It almost seems like they're trying to combine that. And it's very, in my mind, it seems impractical, mm -hmm. but I might be wrong. You probably haven't heard because I feel like if you'd heard, you would have mentioned it by now. Did you hear that it was stolen? Yes. Oh, you did. No, I, okay. I did hear okay, it was so stolen. And yeah, I think that's... someone stole it right from the booth at CES. It's funny, but it I don't know why. So it's Razor funny. has like <laughs> one working prototype of this thing, and it gets stolen during CES. It yeah. was taken. How? It's inside job. It had to have been. <laughs> had to have been. Really? But yeah, it's it, it's stolen right now. I don't know if they've recovered it or not. I didn't check today before we recorded. It would be all over Reddit if it had been found. Yeah, there was another laptop that came out of CES that was pretty insane yeah i don't know if you heard of this one the acer predator no I, I missed that completely okay get ready for this okay it is a 21 inch laptop nice with a full desktop mechanical keyboard whoa built in a touchpad two gtx 1080s <laughs> overkill <laughs> 64 gigs of ram overkill again like two terabyte solid state drive <laughs> that and should be standard it's such a beast it's got a curved display oh wow and it's such a beast that it requires two power cords to run there are two power jacks on the laptop yeah. and you have to carry around two adapters with you to run this thing yeah. that's cool it is retailing for nine thousand dollars nine thousand <laughs> and it is like five inches thick oh man <laughs> wow it weighs 20 something pounds. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, see, now we're getting now it's turning impractical. This is impractical. There's no way around it. It yeah. is an impractical. It's designed to be a desktop replacement that isn't portable, but it's more portable than a desktop. It would True. still be easier to throw that thing in a bag than it would be for me to unplug my computer tower here. Pack a monitor, pack a mouse, pack a keyboard. Oh yeah, because it's take all, it all with one. Me. Right, it's still it's still more portable. But who in their right mind will pay nine thousand dollars for that thing? Someone that has lots of money to. Blow. I guess so. I guess so. Are it's graphics, sweet looking. Are the graphics cards full size GTX 1080s? They are desktop. Des level. So the components in them in that laptop are desktop. Pretty, pretty much. Yes. Quality. Yep. It's got a new KB Lake. Uh, i7 intel yeah. i7 which is their new series i'm not sure if you've heard but those things are tanks nice. they're, they're really powerful chips well yeah it, i mean it's five inch thick laptop it's a tank yeah. in itself so i know that when acer announced it a couple months ago everyone thought it was a joke like everyone was like yeah ha ha funny acer yeah, this won't be it... real and then they had it on display at ces totally yeah. working and everyone's like what and yeah. they're like yeah you can buy one nine grand it's interesting. It's just yeah. It's just highly impractical for the for the rich enthusiast. So there's a couple things that I wanted to run down before we go to song of the week, and I just wanted to mention uh, there was a huge surge of phones. Did you see anything about phones on CES? A little bit. I paid more attention to the laptop end and like the you know computer hardware and yeah. stuff like that and so i would too phones. normally but from because i had to rely on a couple sites and i i guess the first site that um i was looking at was just a phone review site yeah. so they were yeah. like reviewing all the phones i didn't even realize it at first <laughs> but just real quickly because i know we've talked about ces quite a bit um i wanted to mention the zte blade i have heard of that that one has dual 13 megapixel cameras and a fingerprint scanner, an octa-core CPU. You can buy them unlocked for $230. Dang. Who'd you that say makes it again? That is cheap. Who's... Wait. I almost think I almost think that it should be 130 I might have wrote it down wrong. But either way, 
that's a good price. Who did you say makes it? It says ZTE Blade. Yeah, ZTE. Yeah, ZTE. Okay, um, yeah. I just saw MKBHD review that on YouTube. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he does tech reviews and stuff. Yeah, so. and it looked really, I mean, really impressive. I'm really excited to see what the future of a, a good phone is because we've talked about it before and we always talk about value and things like that. Um, to see phones that powerful that with features that rival top names. Yeah. Like the fingerprint scanner um, and th- dual 13 megapixel cameras. Front that's or, good. Front or rear facing? Both. What? Dual. Wait. It so, said dual. Oh, so maybe dual just means... I have dual cameras on my phone. See on the front there? Yeah. There are two front facing cameras, one oh. on the back. Oh. So it means it means dual dual 13 megapixel cameras on either the back or the yeah, front. Yeah, okay. I would imagine the front the front camera's always a lower megapixel. Yeah, always. Yeah. So it's probably going to be the back camera. I mean, it's still a good price. And one thing I thought of was like I mean, <laughs> I have Samsung phones, and I'm probably always going to have Samsung phones until something else proves me wrong. Google Pixel. Yeah, I've seen the commercial on Hulu, I think, for the Google Pixel, and it looks really neat. And see, that's a phone that I think is manufactured in the United States because Google's United States company, right? Yes, and and the Pixel is the first Google-made phone. Okay. So I don't I don't want to say that it's made in the US because they might have sourced it. Okay. Because this is what I'm talking about. Like with phones like this, um, usually they're Chinese phones. And I mean, I have nothing against them in general, but it's just like, I mean, I, I want to try to buy things in the United States, but they're all the expensive ones. Yeah. <laughs> That's like where all you get the expensive phones. Yeah. But like uh like Samsung, um, the Asian market is like well, cornered that's, that, that's completely... where xe is yeah xe's out of there yeah um huawei oh yeah there's a there's a bunch there's like that tons of, of them there. almost yeah. all of them right. are, are, are in that market um okay let's see oh i did want to mention the lg stylo 3 because adria is probably going to listen to this and she just bought the two so she's just gonna be like dang <laughs> well adria they come out with a new oh crap i'm tipping stuff over Adria, they come out with a new phone every year. Okay, so don't think about that. And I'm talking directly to you. <laughs> don't think about that because I really want the Google Pixel. And by the time I get one, they're going to be announcing the Pixel 2. Oh, yeah. They're good, they're, they come out so fast that having the latest and greatest isn't going to be a thing. Right. And the she doesn't game. really care about that anyway. Right. I just thought it was funny. Um. Okay, and then one thing I wanted to talk about real quick. The Samsung Chromebook Pro. Oh, I love Chromebooks. I do too. I love Chromebooks. I did not hear about this. Here's the thing. This is why I think the um, Razer Valerie project and the Predator are so impractical because they're trying to bring the portability of laptops, the ease of use of laptops, and bring it into the desktop world. Right. There is a market for that. There is. I think it's very small. Yes. There, um, for me, though, when my needs, I will always have a desktop. So I don't need anything that's powerful. I don't need anything besides something that's light and something that's quick and something that is really easy to use. Yes. Enter Chromebook. Right. They're I had perfect. a Chromebook. And I loved it. I used it every day. It was fantastic. Netflix in bed on that thing. And it was like one pound. Um, okay, so the Chromebook Pro is really cool because it's going to run fully run Android apps. I've heard that. And that's something I've been waiting for. Yes. I assumed the original Chromebooks could, and I don't really know why. Because because Chrome OS, they wanted it to be its own thing. Yeah. But I think they've realized that if they just combine Android. Chrome OS with Android, they are. They're gonna, that, that'll work. They, they are. And obviously... What do you think the first thing I thought of was? Oh, don't even. Don't even. Dragon Soul. Dragon Soul. <laughs> Love that game. And You're gonna I'll be able s- to play it on like on a Chromebook, yeah, man. man. Heck yeah. Man, come on. <laughs> that game is so fun. So Dragon Soul guys. Do they have a price for price for this? Um, I don't think I don't think so. I think it's not a concept. I think it's a thing, but it I don't I didn't see anything about a price. I was just getting a quick rundown real quick. 
Um, I think I'm on the same page as you where I have a desktop and I don't need anything powerful. Right. I mean, that's why I'm still running. We're recording this on an Acer, an old Acer laptop. I think this is like a 2011. Right. So it's like a six-year-old laptop at this point. Yeah. And we're doing but that because it's, it's quiet. Right. Yeah. We're using my, yeah, my desktop's got so many fans that the mic would be picking up a lot of white noise. So we use my laptop. Yeah. But it's it's fine for me because I've got a powerhouse of a, of a workstation. Yeah. So why do I need my laptop to be over the top? I will admit that I am looking at getting a Microsoft Surface because I do like the idea of having a laptop, but being able to take the keyboard off and use it as yeah, a tablet. Yeah, a tablet. Then, yeah, I mean, they're that's a little more. That's they're a little separate. more expensive, but that versatility, we're talking about portability. We've been talking about it a few times this episode. That's the most portable type yes. of laptop you're going to get because yeah. the keyboard comes off. It's got a touch pen, a stylus, and you know that type of versatility is worth paying for, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Razer's Project Ariana. Did you see anything about it? That's just like a 4K projection. It basically what it does is your monitor is going to be the clearest, right? It's going to show what you're looking at, but it's going to turn your room into like peripheral vision of like the extended version of the screen, and it's going to be like colorful and really freaking cool. Oh man, but we're in the future. We're in the future. But what that does require is like a room dedicated, dedicated. to gaming because you can't yeah. just be like playing games and turn on project ariana and your wife's like trying to watch netflix over here you know uh, head uh, goes rolling across her screen from your game of doom that you're playing mm-hmm. uh I, someone had said during C- ces that the ultimate vr device is 30 years away yeah so and i'm saying this because we talked about it last episode i think we we're talking about ready player one ready player one and how vr might be a prevalent thing yes um, so apparently 30 years, guys. That's what uh, you're going to have to look out for and wait for. I can see it. I it's, can see it. He's waiting until the technology... He's saying that the technology and smart glasses, it's going to take that long for them to yeah. be a thing. And it's they are, be... There are some trans- semi-transparent TVs that are starting to come out. I mean, I believe Dell or what was it? LG. They had one at CES. The, the TV screen was 40% transparent. The, the screen was transparent? The screen was transparent. So you could look through it. Yes. So when the TV was off, it's 40% transparent. It's visible. If it was between you and I, we could see each other. You turn oh. the TV on, picture displays on it. We can both oh, watch so it from both sides. Oh, so we're slowly trying to turn, trying to get like AR. Yes. That, that's more of like augmented reality in a sense, isn't it? Um, n- no. Augmented reality is an overlay over uh, yeah, reality. Yeah, over physical things. And right. th- that's why it made me think of it though. Oh, okay. I, I don't know why, but maybe that maybe that's not the best example. Okay, yeah, and this is the this is truly the absolute last thing. Come the, on, Jake. I'm getting bored. This is so cool, though, right? <laughs> you can't be getting bored. This no, I'm fun. not bored at all. CES is awesome. All right, Mercedes-Benz yes, is teaming I up with that. NVIDIA. What? NVIDIA. I did not see that. Yeah, it's an AI-powered car, and they're going to bring it to market next year. I have heard of the AI-powered car, but I didn't know they were partnering with NVIDIA. Well, okay, you probably saw the NVIDIA and Audi then? No. Oh, okay, because NVIDIA is partnering with Audi to make an autonomous car by 2020. Yeah. Okay, I wonder what... Where's AMD at? Give AMD some love, man. <laughs> I know. I, that's the first thing. I, the way. That's the first thing I thought of. I was like, oh, Joe's Joe's going to be like, oh, because you, you, you like AMD more than NVIDIA, so... Way more. Um, Not even in the same One round. thing that's pretty neat, I think, is co-pilot mode, which is uh, the AI will perceive threats while the driver is driving. Yes. One thing that could go wrong, though, is that if the AI misjudges something and slams on the brakes, you know what I mean? Yeah, that that's already present in cars today. Um, Subaru, for example, they've got eyesight technology. It's two cameras that sit at the top of the windshield, and it watches for stuff for you. It will do the auto braking. Yeah. Um, if you start to veer out of your lane, it will beep at you, get back in your lane, that type of thing. Okay. Um, so that that's already exists. So if that's if that's accurate and stuff. Yes, I mean... it's it's definitely out there. I mean, you could okay. buy a mid-level Outback with it, and or Forester or an Impreza. They have eyesight and Imprezas. Yep. So it's definitely accessible. So a month ago. We talked about Amazon Go, the new shopping experience where you can just walk in, grab a basket, shop, and walk out and not have to pay for anything. Or, you know, you're paying for it, but you don't have to go through. Right. No no waiting in line. Walmart has a response to that already. Really? It's rolled out and it's available. You can get it on your phone now. And it is called, hold on while I scroll to it on my phone, Walmart Scan and Go. 
Really? It's not. It seems like it's quite a little bit of a ripoff of Amazon Go. Scan, Walmart Scan and Go. Scan and Go. And I don't want to try. I'm, this is a really short article. I just want to read real quick. Uh, it's on Android Police. So if I remember, I'll throw a link to that in the description of this episode. If not, you can easily find this article by Googling uh, uh, Walmart Scan and Go Android Police. Anyway. Attention Walmart shoppers on Android. The Scan and Go app is finally here. Back in 2013, the giant retailer began testing a new way to shop. So this is actually a few years in the making here. Basically, you wander as normal through Walmart, placing items in your cart as you go. What makes this experience different is that you then scan the barcodes of your items, pay within the app, and show the receipt to the exit greeter on your way out. It's been on iPhone this whole time, but now it graces us on Android. So it has been around. Yeah. Uh, but now it's it's finally hitting Android and it's usable to the masses because a majority of people do use Android over iPhone. That's open, I can already tell. That's open to a ton of fraud. You can easily throw in an extra box of cookies. Yes. And it's right now it's only usable in uh Rogers, Arizona. Yeah. So it's that's it's, random. Yeah, I think Walmart's based out of Arizona. What is it Arizona? Okay. I'm fairly certain. I could be completely I thought off. it was like Arkansas. I don't know. But it's, anyway. it's an AR. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so it's not on the same level as Amazon Go where like Amazon Go you just walk in, walk out, never have to do anything. But it is a way to skip the line or skip going through checkout if that's something you don't want to do. You can scan your items and just leave the in store. In stores that are already built and already right. have reputation. So if they do end up turning it into something where you don't even have to scan the barcodes yourself, you can just grab things and walk out, it's going to be Amazon. Because Amazon doesn't have brick-and-mortar stores. Walmart is a brick-and-mortar store. So they've got a huge leg up in that department. So if they can do something with this, I think it could rival Amazon Go and maybe even stop Amazon from going that route because it's not worth it for them financially. Yeah. That's about it. That's all I wanted to mention. I wanted to mention, while it was still quote-unquote news yeah um i know it's like i said it says in the article it's been around since 2013 they've been experimenting with it since 2013 so it's by no means new news but i I figured it was still worth mentioning yeah with that being said let's segue into song of the week okay so i don't know if you'll know my song of the week this week uh you'll definitely know the artist if you don't know the artist then we're done doing this show Okay. But I don't... I You might not know the song because I don't know how much you've listened to him. My song of the week this week is The King of Maine by Spose. Oh, yeah. You definitely know Spose. Of course. For those of you who don't know, Spose is a rapper based out of the state of Maine. So, obviously, he's immediately... Like, I'm immediately a fan of his because he's from where we're from. Right. Uh, it's hard not to like him. And um, I've been to one of his shows. I've met him. I've shaken his hand and talked to him. He's a really cool guy. Not super popular, but his music's awesome, so I wanted to showcase one of his songs. King of Maine, here's a snippet. We're coming live from where mill towns are still towns, even though they shut the mills down. But I'm feeling like the King of Maine, the King of Maine. I wear a seal skin jersey to the Sea Dogs game. I'm the King of Maine, the King of Maine. Cloud truck all gold, never hydroplane. I tell them, welcome to 207, welcome, welcome to 207. Hope you liked it. Like I said, I went to a Spose show. When did I go to the Spose show? It was 2016. I think it was during the summer of 2016. So last year, I went with a friend down to Portland um, near near his hometown. So he does a lot of shows in Portland. And it was a small venue. It was the House of House of Music in Portland, I want to say. Small little venue. And uh, my friend and I showed up. We were about 45 minutes early because we liked we, we knew it was general admission, so no seating or anything. So we wanted to be there early to be at the front of the line. And when we showed up and we walked up to the venue, no one was in line. There was no one in line. You were the first in line? Yeah, 45 minutes before the show, no one was in line. What? So we stood in line. We're like, is this the right place? And there was like another dude like standing outside. He's like, you here to see Spose? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, you're in the right place. Just hang here. So we hung around by the front door. It was locked. I tried going in, but it was locked. And we just waited. The line slowly started to build. 
but the line never got longer than like 20 people. Oh, wow. So we're standing there. It's getting closer and closer to doors open. And then all of a sudden, Spose starts walking over to the door. And my friend, whom isn't a fan of rap, had never really listened to Spose. I mean, he knew that we were going to this concert, so he listened to some of Spose's stuff like a couple weeks in advance. But prior to that, he'd never really listened. So he didn't know what Spose looked like. I knew. I've seen him. I've watched his music videos. I've been listening to his music for several years now. So I know, I know, um what he looks like and i'm like yeah that's him he's coming over like he just must be walking this direction now he was coming over and he unlocked the door he unlocked the door to the venue that he was performing at that night he opened the door and he's like come on in guys and then he immediately walked over to the merch table and manned it for like an hour before the show started and he just stood there so a friend of mine and i went over and my friend i don't think he was planning to buy any merch but after that and after seeing that he was manning his own merch table, my friend was like, yeah, I'm going to get a t-shirt. Why yeah, wouldn't cool. I support this that, guy? That's so cool to, for him to do that. So we got up to the table where he was selling merch and we buy our t-shirt or whatever and shake his hand. And we just stood there and talked with him for like five minutes. He was cashing other people out or ringing them up. And he just had a wad of cash in his back pocket that he kept pulling out to hand out change or whatever. And he was just, he was just a cool guy. It was cool because he's such a... He's not a big celebrity. I mean, he's still a celebrity in the state of Maine, definitely. People recognize him and stuff like that. But he's still a small artist. So it was it was a cool show to go to. And I've, I've been a fan of his music for quite a while. Um, he's actually done a few tracks with Watsky. And Watsky's come to a few of his shows. He's performed in a few of Watsky's shows. I didn't realize that. Um, they've done a little collabing together. So that's pretty cool. And overall, he's just a really great guy, great artist. I highly recommend him. Go ahead and give him a listen. Awesome. Well, my song of the week is by an artist who goes by Strome. How do you spell that? It's S-T-R-O-M-A-E. Okay. And I will probably butcher it, but I think I'm going to get close. The song is called Papute. How do you spell P -A -P -A that? P-A-P-A-O-U-T-A-I. Wow, okay. I believe. Look at you. I won the spelling bee in fifth grade. Did you really? Yeah. What? The I winning didn't know word, that. The winning word was jaguar. Jag... Wait, you're in fifth grade? Fifth grade. Yeah, that so was... that was like the big word? Well, no, it wasn't. There was plenty of harder words, but for some reason, the kid and I... Who, the one guy and I who went back and forth for like 30 minutes because yeah. it was just down to that. He just didn't know Jaguar. What? He thought it had a W. Oh, man. Fifth graders. Fifth grade, man. Fifth graders are so <laughs> dumb. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And you know what sucks? We're already talking about it, so I'm just going to keep going with it. No one even knew that I won until I, ha I had to go back to my own class to tell him that I won because the whole school was watching it. But then me and this one kid, Marcus, kept going back and forth and it was too long. So everyone had to leave. Yeah. So when the curtains closed, the guy who was giving us, uh, Mr. Ross, the guy who was giving us um, the words, he kept the show going for another 10 or 15 minutes until <laughs> uh, Marcus couldn't spell Jaguar. And then the next year, everyone expected me to win Uh huh. because I won last year. Right. You have and, a reputation at this yeah, point. I was in the middle of... I dropped out in the middle because of peony. Like the flower? I didn't even know what it was. P-O-N-Y? No, it's P-E-O-N-Y. That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said something else. P-E-O-N-Y. Yeah. yeah, it's P-E-O-N-Y. Yeah. I said it was P-E-A-N-Y. I had no idea what it was. P-E-A. Yeah, I was so Yeah, bummed. okay, I can see. And then the, the, the audience like visibly or audibly went, <gasps> <laughs> that's funny i can't believe i've never heard that story yeah i forget about it jake's but... a spelling extraordinaire everyone look for typos look for misspellings I'm, make fun of him i'm decent anyway yeah so it's papu te have a listen Surprise, surprise, another foreign song. But you probably figured that out because, like, you've never heard of Strome and Papute. What does that even th mean? Um, Is it an English track? I've never heard it. And we no, didn't it's just foreign. Listen. We it's... actually didn't listen to it when you were listening to the snippet. Yeah, it's the so. first time. 
<laughs> so it's not English. No, it's okay. completely foreign. All right. Um, I just really like the beat, and I think he has some really cool songs. So I just wanted to feature him so you guys, uh, if you were interested in the beat at least, then you would um, check him out on Spotify. He has tons of really cool songs. Um, I want to say it's French, but I don't think it's France French. You not know what Fran- I mean? Could Canadian French? No, no, no. I don't even... It's not Canadian. I know it's not... Can- he's not Canadian. Um, but I think it's like a, a like a French-speaking country is where okay. he's from. Sweet. And, th- and that's it. That's a wrap. Like Spose. He raps. Get it? It's funny. <laughs> he's awesome. So, Jake, what do you think about babies? I like babies. I like guess babies. everyone loves babies. But although I do have to say, um, I'm very awkward with babies. Like, I, I, it doesn't feel natural to me to hold a baby. Yeah. So what Maybe if... Maybe because I'm not a mother. What if you could design a baby... Design a baby? And make it the perfect shape for no your arms way. to hold. That would be amazing. It could be a square-headed baby, if you I so would, please. I would love a square-headed baby. Actually, I have no kid. idea. Uh, we're getting into the, the discussion segment of our show, which, as you may know, is not normally techie. I mean, it, it can kind of be techie, but this week it's definitely techie. So this is like... This is like the tech episode. This is a tech episode, other than our song of the week. Right. Or songs of the week, rather. This topic is brought to us by none other than Jake himself. Oh, here we go again. Because it's going to be another vague one. You shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's not going to be vague. It's not going to be vague. So. I think this is a cool topic. Okay. And I I'm think excited it is to still. talk about it. Okay. Yeah, uh, so I was sitting... Uh, because, as I said, I was really bummed out about episode 7. I just felt like... I didn't prepare as much as I could have. So all week I was sitting in my chair and looking at Reddit, <laughs> trying to find some <laughs> trying good to be topics, inspired. just being inspired. Inspire me, Reddit. And I came across something that had to do with DNA analysis and how we're getting to the point where we are going to be able to identify a lot more genes for characteristics. Um, more than what we already can. Right. It was something along the lines of how DNA analysis is had a breakthrough. Yeah. And it got me thinking about baby designing and the morality of it. And uh, uh, my girlfriend was there too, Adria. And she was kind of saying how favorable traits or in traits that we view as beautiful change throughout the years. So, if we get to a point in the future where everyone can design their own baby and, and just say, for instance, um, high foreheads, if they ever become a trend or whatever, mm-hmm. a beauty trend, yeah. and everyone designs their babies with, like, low foreheads and stuff, and that's just it, like, you know what I mean? Like, it'll be like playing The Sims in real life. <laughs> like, it's time to make it. a Sim baby, yeah. and you can put in the characteristics that you want your kid to have. Yeah. So we're going to have a race of just like super powered humans. That's really what it would be. That's the closest we're ever going to get for biologically as far as natural development goes. As as much as you can call that natural development because I think it has to be in vitro. Um I believe um to superheroes. Closest they can be to superheroes. I agree. Honestly. I agree. Not to get too crazy, but It almost for real. sounds, and this is getting into the, the discussion portion of it, where we're going to talk about our opinions. Yeah. It almost sounds, mm, I don't, I don't want to say this lightly. I don't know if I should even say it. I might cut it out. It almost sounds Nazi-ish. Because oh, the, goal, the, goal the goal of Hitler's regimen was to, you know, breed like, Blonde hair, blue eyed babies. Superior humans. Yeah. And being able to choose your DNA traits and quote unquote construct a baby means that all of humankind will lack imperfection. I mean, it'll be, I don't know. I don't know. Poor people will still have imperfections because this is going to cost money. (laughs) Yeah. The richer people are going to be. This is where we get into whether or not we think it's an okay thing to be doing. I mean, what do you guys think as listeners is some is 
defining your baby and how you want your baby to how you want your child to be is that crossing the line i mean for me that's crossing the line and for me that's crossing the line too I mean, let nature do its thing man but Pop again, a baby out and take your it's like the lottery just let it happen again this <laughs> is why it's so hard for me to be to take sides on things i'm notoriously the freaking stupid fence sitter and it, it, it does bother me sometimes, but it's because I try really hard to see both see sides. See both sides, and right. And the thing is, how we're speaking reminds me of, like, older generations. When they're just, like, when they say things like, oh, he sits on, plays video games all day. Yeah, but this is like different. This is different. Well, I video, know, I know. Video games and sitting around watching TV and listening to the rap and the, <laughs> the, rap. the, the, the dubstep and the EDM. <laughs> Those are just things that we do. Messing yeah. with the DNA of future humans, that's like, that's not just things we do. That's yeah. messing with lives. I mean, granted, they don't yet exist, but the point of messing with the DNA is to allow them to exist in a form you want them to. And that's just forcing for, forcing fate on someone. Right. In my opinion. And their ki- the kids can actually logically blame their parents for how they look right and (laughs) that almost it almost what if okay so for example say mom and pop they get together and they want their kid to be blonde hair blue eyed 10 feet tall be able to oh my word the bus okay i'm just i'm I'm obviously (laughs) exaggerating they go through with their dna crap or whatever and they have super jimmy they name him jimmy and his prefix is super because he's big and strong. <laughs> His prefix. <laughs> his prefix. Uh, say Jimmy pops out and he's mad at his parents. And he he's like, this is stupid. DNA, you know, manipulating DNA to make humans. I wish I wasn't born this way. I'm not going to do this for my kids. I'm going to have them naturally. Well, now, if he has a kid naturally, it's going gonna, it's gonna to inherit the DNA of him. Right. So by, quote unquote, rejecting the trend or refusing to build a baby, as we're so affectionately calling it. Right. Build a baby workshop. Yeah. He's now stuck with, you know, the DNA, the DNA pushing forward the DNA that his parents forced on him. And right. I just don't see that as being right. I mean, And I, I think it would be very dangerous for a person who was designed to have a child naturally the way it was intended right because that baby might open up to di- more diseases and probably be more, more apt to have chromosomal problems yes like williams syndrome or um um down syndrome and just other things like that where it just really affects your body and things like that because baby designing is a way to make certain traits like certain recessive traits show and baby designing it's yeah. such a that's what it is though. i mean you'll you'll see build a bear go out of business and then place will pop build up a baby build a baby workshop. that's why i you mentioned walk it. in and you get to feel its heart before you put oh, it in the body and, and you fill it with stuffing and you walk <laughs> out with a baby in a bag <laughs> get home oh. toss it in its bassinet and that is like dark comedy process right there. done <laughs> yeah oh man but yeah i don't know i don't agree with it if no. it if it were to become a thing if it Will it? What um, do we think? Do I think, think you it... can already, like, if you have a lot of money, it's something that can be done in a way. Now. I have I have heard that there was a baby that was born with three people's DNA. Oh, really? So I can see what you're saying. Where where this is? Yeah, you can't be as. Can be I don't think you can be as selective right now. But right. As DNA analysis and DNA research improves. Uh, and expands we're going to be more and more selective about we will be able to be more selective about the traits that we want to pass on and be able to get down to the nitty-gritty i think that this is an important topic that we get feedback on because this is polarizing right we we kept it we didn't want to be vague like we have been in an episode in the past when we talked about multi-level marketing we didn't want to ramble about something just to fill time so what we're doing is we're keeping this topic sweet to the point, but full of our our opinions. And we do want to hear back from you guys. You know, what do you think about this? Do some research on it. Make, you know, come up with an opinion and let us know because this could be the future. I mean, 
Right. It could, this could happen. This could be us. Do I want it to? No, I don't. I would be fine with it not ever happening. But will it? Well, technology has a way of doing that. It's going to keep moving forward whether or not you want it to. So, yeah, drop us a line. Let us know. Do it. All right, so before we head out, guys, the la- one of the last things I said reminded me. This Is Us is back on NBC and Hulu. Keep watching it. Great show. I got to catch up on episode 10. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine recently went on uh, hiatus or sabbatus. Oh, really? I think. Sabbatical. Yep. Sabbatical, yep. They're, they're gone till April, which is kind of upsetting because yeah. I'm going to miss them. I started watching it. I don't think I... Sh- told the show but i did tell you how many episodes have you watched i just watched like eight or nine i love them though yeah yeah good stuff. it's so funny yeah it's love very it. funny stuff before we leave you we i almost forgot joe had to remind me we do want to talk to you all about what we have planned for the future and i am legitimately excited about this because it's our very very near future I'm going to hand it over to Joe now to talk about what we're bringing you next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Wednesday. (laughs) You might notice the date. We're into February now, which means that we are approaching Valentine's Day, the big V day. That's right. And Jake and I are both in relationships. I'm married. Yes. You're not. I'm not, no. But, you know, you're where you need to be. So... That being said, we figured what could be more fitting on Valentine's Day than to have a Valentine's Day episode. And how could we talk about Valentine's Day and not invite our significant others onto the show? That being said, we are very excited to announce... To announce? It sounds like I'm talking about pregnancy or something. No, it's true though. We're very excited to announce that Michaela and Adria will be joining us for next week's show. We have no idea how this is going to go. All right, Joe said we're excited. I'm more nervous than anything. <laughs> I'm a little right nervous now. too because some things could come up that I don't want said in the podcast. Luckily, we have the editing power. Because we, in my experience, to what I think. Ooh, that's a nice little. Yeah, it's a little. little that's the default little oh, Samsung nice. chirp. I like it. Anyway, we are the the. I can't think of the word now. We have an image. That we have crafted for ourselves on this show. And who can break that image, smash it with a hammer, than someone who knows our lives inside Mm -hmm. and out? Reserved is the word I'm looking for. In our relationships, we're both the more reserved person, I feel. I would tend to agree. And our significant others might be a little more... uh, Your significant others. Especially especially. mine. Especially mine. Yeah, she, she has significantly less of a filter than me so this is going to be interesting they have both already said though that their filter is not going to be turned up as high as our filter so do we want to say that next week's episode is rated pg-13 yeah it's probably going to be closer we to have PG-13. done our we've done our job our we've we've done the best job that we can to keep this show pg family friendly but valentine's day and the things that come along with it and the personalities of our significant others might take this in a PG-13 direction. And I say that with the, you know, with the most kindness that I can. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I think it's still going to be fun and I am excited. I'm just also nervous. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's also important that we mention the episode after that. Yes. Which is equally exciting to you guys as a listener. And I'm going to go ahead and let Jake announce this one because I took Valentine's Day. All right. So, right on the tail end of episode 9, we're going to have a very special episode 10. And that's going to be another guest episode. Jake and Tyler, cart collectors. We've mentioned them in past episodes. Uh, We're going to be really excited to bring them in. We're going to have another four-person podcast. This one's going to be, uh, this one can probably be PG still. Maybe we'll, we'll loosen the reins a little bit. Uh, but we're going to have, we already have some good stories to talk about. It's going to be pretty much video game based episodes. So if you're not into video games, we're sorry. Yeah, we're sorry, but you'll still want to listen cause it's going to be fun. And we're going to talk about, they're great guys. Um, they've got a few announcements that I think they're going to make and yes. that we're really excited to talk about. I think we should save. Oh yeah. Those... Yeah. We're not going to. No. Yeah, we, we won't say anything about that until that episode. Yeah. Um, 
So we have yeah, more surprises I mean, in the future, two, guys. The next two episodes are going to have guests, yeah. which I'm super psyched for. Me too, And man. I know we have other guests planned even further down the road. Yes. So, yeah, this is going to be exciting. The fact that it happened back-to-back -back is, is really neat. It's, yeah, yeah. One so, through eight, it was just us, and then nine and ten, double guests. Episode ten, man. Guest yeah, episode man, for ten. Yeah, man, finally, oh one oh. Yeah, yeah. Double digits, boy. So that about wraps up our show this week. That's a wrap. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for listening. We appreciate you as we always have and as we always will. We hope you come back to listen next week. If you want to check out previous episodes but can't because you're listening to this on SoundCloud, we do now have a dedicated podcast hosting service. It's Pinecast. There's a link to our website in the description of this video. And you can also find us on the Google Play Music Store. Or I don't even want to say Music Store because it's just... Google, it's just Google Play. Go, yeah, it's, it's Google Play Music. Uh, you can head over to that app and search for The Jake and Joe Show. Scroll down to podcasts and we'll be the first result. There are two other podcasts. Don't listen to them. Give us your love. <laughs> if you list, exhaust our episodes, go back and listen to them. But listen to us first. Hit the subscribe button. You'll get notified whenever we drop a new episode every Wednesday morning is when we aim to. So there are other methods to uh, find us. If you found us through SoundCloud, thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. We have a Facebook page where we announce updates, where we post our weekly episodes. Go and head over there, like our page to keep up with you know everything that we're going to be releasing, um, a little announcements that we make, that type of thing. Yeah, well, there's ways to get a hold of us. Um, so please do if you feel like you've got something to say. Absolutely. Bye-bye. I love you. Thanks for listening. Catch you next week. But first, here's another outro track for you guys to keep you feeling good about the show. Tune in next week.
That's that's when we clip the most is when we laugh. When we laugh, but yeah. Look, <laughs> apparently there's no way about, around <laughs> it. Turn the gain all the way down. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Wow, this is gain all the way down. Ha 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 ha! Uh, oh. Ha ha! Ha ha ha! Test laughs. Ha ha! Ha ha ha! Wow, now we're not clipping. Yeah, that's good. Ha <laughs> ha! But how do we sound? I had to when we're really, talking? I had to go really loud.